The Movie Hour, episode 195, August 23rd, 2012. Just a quick warning, there are some spoilers in this episode and a fair amount of swearing. Please conduct yourselves appropriately. People, welcome back to our latest BA episode, the Kelsey Grammer Traffic School Movie Hour. I look great, I feel great. I'm Greg Maloney. I'm here to share my feelings, you know, that's an important thing. And I'm also uh, here with other people in the Gunkabit Studios. My brother James is here and our always favorite Shakespeare enthusiast, Jeff. Guys, how are you tonight? Not too bad. How about yourself? Fucking feeling great, as I, as I just mentioned. Jeff, how are you? I'm feeling like Kelsey Grammer getting out of the bar and getting behind the wheel. Fantastic. <laughs> I want to get back to that joke, actually, uh, but in a minute, because uh, by some technical miracle, we are joined by another person tonight. Josh joins us from uh, GP West. Big Dog, how are you? I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, yeah. You so, know me. Yeah. <laughs> you know me, just west side. We, we're going to have some reports from your area in a minute here, but uh, going back to Jeff's thing. Jeff was in town this weekend. It was a very, very important thing. Uh, we, we, you know, we had a giant entourage out. You know, did the clubbing scene. We were, we were going to go see Expendables 2. That didn't happen, but we'll we'll get to that as well. And at some point, Jeff used my computer while he was here. And now, when I'm on my computer, I see all these like advertisements and just like plugs when I'm going from place to place that say like cops are going to catch me if I drink and drive and stuff like that. So I think somehow. My computer knows that whoever was here drinks a lot. So, Jeff, you've ruined my computer. Now the computer thinks I'm an alcoholic. And I, uh, <laughs> just, wanted to, I just wanted to make a joke about alcoholism. And, Jeff, <laughs> and now we can make a joke about Kelsey Grammer and drinking and driving, too. Right. It's not safe. Um, when I say drive safe at the end of the episode, you might as well just say don't drink and drive <laughs> or don't be like Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, that having been said, the man made a mistake. No. Yeah. The man made a mistake. We'll we'll let him. You know. Right. He paid. Of course, I, of course, I'm talking about X Men too. He paid. He paid <laughs> society, and now he's uh, he's back on he's back on the wagon. He's good. No problem. Not not a problem at all. But uh, right. So, Josh, what? West, and I guess we can we can just start right off the bat with this and get it get it uh, buried early. Um, he had one one thing to do and that was to keep an eye on tony scott this this last couple of couple of months and, and he died this weekend he uh, jumped off a bridge did you hear that did you know that i shoved him <laughs> too soon <laughs> you didn't uh you didn't shove tony scott there actually was a suicide note left in the car that he uh... yeah i left it there after i shoved him <laughs> um it is unfortunate tony scott was uh a talent if nothing else, '68 uh, decided to take a uh, a long walk off a off a short bridge. I guess would be a way. To... Uh, <laughs> wow! Wow! Jesus! Oh god! I, uh, if something terrible ever happens to me, can we not do the podcast for a couple weeks? <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh, Greg will jump heartless. all over it. Oh my god! More heartless than I am. All right, no. <laughs> Uh, you're the one that shoved him, so... <laughs> Alright, all right. yeah, Jeff, Jeff, favor. Jeff, continue the show from here, continue the show from here. Uh, it's, all right. it's my time now! Yeah, yeah. so, but it, he he was was a talent, Tony Scott ended up, uh, for some reason, jumping off uh, the Vincent Thomas Bridge in San Pedro, San Pedro, 
California, which is Josh's area, GP West area. And the man, the like pretty much the man responsible for uh, for Top Gun, which is which is kind of upsetting. Dude, I hate Top Gun. What? No, you don't. I really do. Oh, you don't. What You're... about the what about the volleyball scene? Yeah. What about... yeah seriously. Okay, the volleyball scene's good. Yeah. What about everything else? How about Man on Fire? Did you like Man on Fire? Have you seen that? Eh. Denzel. All right. Oh my God. You know. The cuts are a little annoying. True you romance. About. How about Domino? You like Domino? What about when he goes up and he's like, "Hey, Slider." Hey, stink. <laughs> you stink. <laughs> There's two O's and goose. Two O's. But goose is good. It's unfortunate. Yeah. It's always unfortunate when we lose a serious talent. Apparently, Jeff or Josh also wanted me to mention that Phil Stiller died. Uh, was yeah. it today? Who was who uh-huh. lived a longer life? 95. And, uh, yeah, she had a good run. Yeah, she had a good run. So in celebration for Phil Stiller. How'd she die? She flip her vet. I think her pancakes choked her. her. This is by far the crassest movie hour yet. And I think it's the the Paps Blue Ribbon that's making it all happen this way. It's not my fault. I'm, I'm drinking something called Simpler Times Pilsner. Apparently, it's from Trader Joe's. <laughs> Doesn't even make sense. Doesn't even make sense. It makes plenty of sense. I'm feeling like I'm getting simpler all the time. <laughs> a lot. It was produced before the internet existed. We we do have we do have actual movie stuff to talk about today. We and like Tony Scott is a big part of the movie scene, so I I, I feel bad. He directed a movie that I went on first date. Um, no guess which one? Oh. Wizard of Oz. All <laughs> <laughs> <Old> joke. <laughs> uh, Casablanca. Uh, yep. Got it. No, Days of Thunder. Days of Thunder. Ah. First date. Right. Needs to say that didn't work out. Mm. <laughs> yeah, probably because you took her to that movie. Exactly. Hey, you know what? Don't feel bad. It's 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 a well known fact that Eleanor Roosevelt was more into chicks anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Good yeah. lord. Yeah, double guns in the air. <laughs> that was really good. I like that. Best old joke. I'm, I'm putting the gun seal on that joke. Uh, Best old person joke right there. Um, there were some not very good movie news that, that happened for the Hoopla, but box office numbers that I'd like to bring up for, for one second. I don't know if the numbers guy. Ha- Jeff, do you have the box numbers up? Probably not. Because Yeah, they're good. Yeah, looking good. <laughs> <laughs> they're up they're up this week <laughs> oh, expendables 2 at the top because expendables 2 is so goddamn great and i that, think it's because of that terry cruz guy yeah probably it would uh and then making 28 mil uh for opening weekend which killed uh killed all the other uh first weekend movies but not nothing really in the same market uh the born legacy was also out for i think this was its second weekend made 17 mil and paranorman which i actually ended up watching which was uh opened up at 14 mil which is uh nothing to nothing to uh make, make fun of it's a fantastic start and i'll talk talk about that a little bit later but slightly more money than i have yeah slightly slightly more money than you have um but what i found interesting I just happened to be looking at box office numbers and a couple stories, and they're talking about the Dark Knight and how it's doing. It's at, I think it made 11 million this weekend. Um, totaled, I'm trying to remember what is the total for Dark Knight now? 410 million. Uh, I think that's. That the, sounds good. Yeah, it sounds. Yeah. It sounds like they're doing well. Yeah, they are doing well. But what was interesting was I saw an article, pretty much talking about movie prices of today and the original Batman, not 
Batman Begins, but Batman, Tim Burton, 23 years ago, Batman. <laughs> I love how you have, to, you have to qualify that by saying, not Batman. Right, I, I have like, to. There are a lot of young... A lot of young that's people. the biggest one. Batman Returns is the biggest one, the most well-known one. Batman Begins. Or, well, Batman... I'm talking about the original Batman, right? Not to the... The original series, not the remake series, is what I'm trying to say. Not uh, right. Batman Begins. Uh, but, point being... They were mentioning about how even Dark Knight is making so much more m- millions than Batman, even like on the uh, with inflation, 10 million less tickets are most likely like I think they're a little uh, greater than 10 million. I think they're like 12 million short of the tickets sold for Batman, but they'll probably not make the 10 million mark like the, the 10 million less people went to go see Dark Knight Rises compared to the original Batman. Gotcha. It's kind of crazy. Kind that's, of crazy. That's, that's a I lot of million good. people. Yeah, that's a lot of million people. That's good, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, the original one was awesome. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. You want to see Dark Knight Rises fail? No, no, I, I haven't seen it yet, uh, so I don't know. But the original Batman was sweet. I think it deserves to uh, keep its place at the top. It is a fantastic movie. It's uh, yeah, you know, like you're my number one guy. I can't think about the future. We got no future, Jack. (laughs) On on account of Jack, Nicholson's a really good actor. Are you spending your nights? That was awful. My quote was awful. You guys did a good job, though. You guys did good. I did bad. It was all Josh. I just said that I like Jack Nicholson as an actor. Yeah, um, he is is a good job also. Uh, Jack Nicholson's... uh, I'm not sure if he's anybody's boy yet. We'll have to get to that. Uh, right. So, unless anybody else has any fantastic uh, movie news that's came out the last week, um, we should jump to the movie. I, I heard that um, Kristen Stewart might be suffering from a, a total breakdown. Oh, Melt, yeah. Meltdown, yeah. breakdown, yeah. breakdown. Did no. anyone have her in the, the pool? From breaking out, breaking off uh, the Robert Pattinson uh, relationship? Is that what we're yeah. talking about? Are they, are they done now? You know, hopefully hopefully she'll actually finally lose a couple of pounds uh, because... <laughs> Just, just kidding. Uh, that, that's a joke about how skinny she is. Yeah, kind of gross. It's, it's also kind of disgusting. I didn't really notice. She's that skinny, like gross. She's, skinny. she's pretty skinny, I, I yeah. think. Yeah. Especially if it's true that the camera adds ten pounds. <laughs> oh, and now I want to make comments about Jeff's Jeff's uh, preference in women. Um, yeah, so, <laughs> Jeff likes him much chubby. <laughs> <laughs> So, Jeff, why don't you just take us away with the movie review, too? Uh, I understand that you have an awesome, uh, fantastic movie review. Yeah, I saw, um, I don't know about all that, but I saw the movie Young Adult. Uh, it came out last year. It was uh, written by Diablo Cody, directed by Jason Reitman, the uh, dream team that bought it, brought us Juno, which, fair, uh, fair warning here, I was deeply underwhelmed by Juno. So I didn't dislike it. I just, I, you know, I don't care if i see it again i right. guess is kind of my uh i remember I, you making comments about how you th- you said it was uh purposely like it was yeah, so consciously hip yeah, so consciously hip purposely hip right can, so, can, this movie is about um charlie's theron not the real charlie's theron but her character uh is like maybe late 30s i think yeah late 30s and she has moved from her podunk town in minnesota to minneapolis and uh it starts off with her uh, getting an announcement of a birth 
of a friend's baby and it turns out it's like an old flame like her high school boyfriend um and she sort of becomes obsessed with this idea that she needs to go back to her town and reclaim her high school love like that that this guy is, you know, this poor guy is probably trapped in this. She's like, from the beginning, she's obviously pretty delusional about it. Like how much, like, you know, this poor guy is pretty trapped. He's trapped in his relationship. And, uh, he's the one having the baby. He's the one. He's the one that had, yeah. Like, well, you know, his wife did. Right. And so, he birthed um, the child. Got it. Yeah. Like in that uh, awesome Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, um, junior. Don't make jokes. Uh, Don't make jokes about this place. Twins. Twins. Um, (laughs) I thought it was Commando. (laughs) Yeah, it might have been Commando. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, so she goes back to her, to her town. Um, and like the whole time is, is sort of like, Oh, I'm so much cooler than this now. And she's basically ghostwriting like this half dead, uh, like Bobsy twin type, series for like young it's like young adult fiction which is i guess where the uh um the movie gets its title and uh like that's been her job she she writes these uh like she her name's like in uh, not on the title page but like in the like library of congress stuff as the writer and uh anyway so like she's like quasi famous in this town because in like the little town's newspaper, they found out that she's been writing the things and that's cool. And then she was also like the prom queen and stuff, but she's, she's got probably what I would call even an alcohol problem. And wow. Um, yeah. Hold up, hold the phone. Yeah. So perspective. Well, thanks. So, uh, yeah. So she goes back to this town and I'll, I'll kind of cut it short, but it's just it's one of those movies and Greg always references. And I feel like it's, it's very fair. The movie made where you just feel like uncomfortable for this character the entire time yeah. and there's, there's not that, that's not necessarily a bad thing at all like it's not a bad thing to feel uncomfortable during a movie um but you just like there's it's a it's a person with no redeeming characteristics but it, it's also not really like amusing it's sort of sad in a way um and it was all right. I didn't like actively dislike it. I just it didn't it didn't do much for me. Uh, that I even said, Charlie Theron turns in a pretty good, uh, you know, pretty good performance. Patton Oswalt, another good performance, plays like a guy that she basically ignored in high school, but like sees and finds him useful in certain ways. And so like sort of befriends like, and it's just a. I don't know. You know, it's a, uh, it, it's, you feel, you feel terrible for everyone in this movie because she's just such an awful person. And, uh, and who, are you, who are you supposed to like in this movie? Yeah, right. Uh, good question. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess Pat Oswalt's sort of likable and, um, her, her ex-boyfriend, Patrick Wilson, um, who you'd recognize, uh, for sure. Yeah. Wilson, he does a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah he's from the Watchmen. Yeah. He's the A-team. That's right. Yeah. He was the yeah. Um, yeah, he he's uh he's sort of likable also. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's just I don't know. It's 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 one of those movies where you just sort of feel like uncomfortable. You can't really re- I couldn't really relate, which isn't you know again doesn't make it a bad movie. It's just nothing made it a good movie. If that makes That's sense. That's a strange pairing, like Charlize Theron and Pat Oswald. Like is I thought so too. Although I think Pat Oswald's trying to get a little bit more serious. Yeah, like, what was uh, the movie we saw him where he was like fan. the Big fan? Big fan. Big fan. Yeah, that movie was. I expected comedy, and it intense. was intense. It was intense. And Pat Oswalt played a really serious character in that movie, which I think he reviewed a while back too. We ended up seeing it, but yeah, I, uh, I when I when I first had heard about this movie, I kind of took a pass on it. But the like, did you just feel like that Diablo Cody just remastered the Juno 
dialogue for this movie, or was it, like, it was, completely different? I mean, it, it was. I wouldn't say completely different. It was, it, it, but it, it was different. Like it didn't, it didn't have the same tone at all. I, I don't. Okay. Think. Okay. Um, yeah, it wasn't in any way like cute. Whereas I thought that like, you know, it, like if nothing else about Juno, you can say that in a lot of places it was like cute. Right. If that makes right. sense. And this, this didn't have that. Are you a fan of any of Jason Reitman's films? Like you've got Up in the Air. Thank you for. Smoking. I liked Up in the Air quite a lot, actually. You, uh, thank, thank you for smoking, smoking is a good movie. Was, yeah. was pretty cool. I like. Yeah. Thank you for smoking. Okay, Up in the Air is probably my favorite of his uh, of his works that I've seen yeah. anyway. Gotcha. Um, so do you have a uh, deep hatred yet for Diablo Cody or no? Yes or no? Yeah, uh, I have a deep uh, deep apathy. <laughs> Lots of apathy for like tons of apathy. Apathy for days. I just sit here thinking all day about how apathetic I am and how and how fantastic it is that she's going to be uh, writing this. Well, is writing the screenplay for the Evil Dead. Actually written. He must. He must be. He, <laughs> I assume. I assume he's either coughing his head off or he's not answering me. Cause, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I learned about this earlier, and yeah. uh, and I, I, I'm not. I'm not thrilled about it. We can we can say that. I mean, first of all, Evil Dead was already made twice perfectly, and you don't need. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, fantastic point. Fantastic point. I I yeah no I I mean whatever I'll withhold judgment and I'll, I'll probably I'll probably see Evil Dead, but uh, well, what you can do is go see some of her other works, including Jennifer's Body, starring, <laughs> <laughs> starring Megan Fox. That seemed like a good idea at the time, I bet. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Uh, so, Josh, did you uh, catch any awesome, any any uh, movie-related things in your life th- this last couple of weeks? We haven't talked to you in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Probably about, yeah. Probably about her off. <laughs> I just watch TV, man. I don't even watch movies anymore. I don't even know why you guys have me on this show. I never Breaking do anything. Bad, right? Breaking Bad, right? I watched Breaking Bad. Yeah, Breaking Bad. Yeah, and the, I, I don't understand how I, I saw the, the fourth season, I think it was. I saw all the way up to the fourth season. How the hell do they have a fifth season? And how the hell is everybody liking it so much? It seems like... Uh, I, don't, I, might... I, don't, I haven't read anything about people liking it or dislike. I haven't read anything, but it's not bad. Like, they're they're making the next logical step if there okay. is one. Right, right. It's good. It's good. Cool, cool. I like the idea that Josh is just, like, kind of planning out his future as a... As a map. Uh, this... That's right. Yeah. That's my story. They ripped my shit off. <laughs> He's taking notes, taking notes the whole time. Um, I did end up catching a uh, fantastic movie. I know I sent you guys for a little bit of a spin. I was going to see The Expendables 2. Jeff was here. We were in town. We were amped, getting shit-faced. And then you broke my heart. And then the people we were supposed to see it with got there late, and then it just didn't happen. And then I wasn't drunk for the next couple of days, and so I couldn't watch it. Um, but... I did end up going seeing Paranorman, which I had uh, talked about last week, and I I didn't have any any serious expectations going into the movie. Um, I knew that the the Lake of Studios did it, same people that were responsible for uh, uh, Coraline, and it's uh, so the stop animation was going to be there, stop motion film was going to be there, and other than that, I knew it was supposed to be like a zombie come to life thing. I've seen the trailer, like everybody else has, right, guys? You've all seen the trailer, awesome. Um, yep. <laughs> of course I have. Of course I have. Um, but the movie came out last weekend. Did did all right. It's pretty much a story that follows a kid who is supposed to be in middle school, I think, uh, maybe like early high school, uh, called Norman. Surprise, surprise. And he has the ability to see dead people. Yeah, 
that sounds sounds familiar. I had actually had uh, read a little bit of the backstory, and this whole movie was sort of like an homage to almost like uh, a lot of the 80s, even early like uh, 1670s like horror kind of flicks slash slashers. It was it was interesting um, to see it without any expectations, and then read about it later. Uh, but so we follow Norman. You immediately get introduced to him as a guy that can see uh, dead people. And his family and everybody around him reacts very strangely to him. They don't like him. He's sort of an outcast. And he kind of starts accepting that he's going to be alone and ignores people as much as he can. And ends up going uh, going to school one day and they're running a play. And apparently there's a special history to the town they're in where the town um, – uh, I forget who had like found it or it actually uh, started the town to begin with. But they ended up – uh, hanging somebody for witchcraft back in like when it was settled in whatever year it was. Was it Salem? It wasn't Salem. They did not say it was. In, it was. They did say the town. I don't remember what it is, but it's not Salem. I think it might be uh, just completely made up or a reference to something odd. Um, here we go. It it's, Eastwick. It's, it's Blith Hollow. Blith Hollow is, is. I think it's probably Blythe. Blythe. B L I T H E. I would Blythe say Blythe. Blythe. Blythe Hollow. Um, so. What happened is this anniversary of this event where they hung this witch um, is this this day. And at that same day, uh, Norman's estranged uh, uncle comes to tell him a like, hey, you need to, like I need to pass all my knowledge on to you. I can also see dead people. And I bet what's happening is getting worse. Like Norman's starting to see like visions and omens and stuff. And it's his responsibility now to make sure that the witch from back in the day doesn't come and like haunt everybody and curse the town. And right then pretty much like shortly after his uh, uncle dies. And of course, you know, talks to him a little bit while, while he's dead, but then takes off and then it's up to Norman to make sure that this catastrophe doesn't happen. Of course. Was she she really that mean? The witch? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's actually, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. It's a very, it's, it's no problem. No problem at all. Um, but it was a, a very – so what happens is Norman ends up dealing with his, uh, with his sister who ends up uh, you know, treating him poorly but gets ro- roped into him uh, chasing to the graveyard to stop this thing from happening. And along the way, he picks up a couple other people that are – there's a bully that ends up, <clears throat> ends up following him to the graveyard because he, he wants to beat him, beat him up. And there's a jock that ends up being the the brother of uh, Norman's only friend, uh, who I don't remember the name of, but they all end up in the graveyard. The zo- there are zombies that come to life, and it's kind of a it goes to give you this real like Romero feel of just people out of place end up being the wrong place, wrong time, trying to get this thing figured out, and a misadventure like Goonies kind of thing going on. It was really like. I felt at home watching this movie. It was really cool. There were some references to um, <clears throat> a lot of different things. Like there's a Scooby-Doo reference. There's um, there's like this awesome uh, uh, the music from uh, Halloween gets played at some point. And um, there's even this like sweet synth music they play. Like that's got the slasher like do 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 do. Like it's very very <clears throat> familiar to me. And anybody that's just seen the '80s rant like just cooked up horror movies that just got churned out every month but anyways watching this movie um remind me why i like Coraline so much the stop animation is amazing in this movie there the end scene like the the final stretch of this movie is pretty much like a technical feat i have no idea how they did it 
it looks amazing. And like the Coraline movie, it's uh, they do kind of a not a dramatic, not a twist, but like a dramatic realization at the end. And it was very, very touching, very cool. And I really like when I was going to see it, I just wanted to see like the the stop motion itself. And I think the story ended up working out a, a lot better than I expected. Um, like Coraline, this movie does a really good job of just using like there's not soundtrack during the entire movie there's a lot of silence a lot of gaps and when they end up using music it just amplifies the effect that much more and and then the ending of course was also was also badass um but just i i i don't know if i'd put the seal of approval on it but any stop stop at emotion fans have probably already seen this but even if you haven't go check it out it's a good family flick if nothing else uh, a lot of good jokes uh very <clears throat> very familiar voices in it uh the the main guy uh, Cody Smith McPhee, uh, you might have might know, but he uh, did the Let Me In uh, English remake, and also uh, did the was the kid in the road. But uh, there were a lot of other names in it. Um, Anna Kendrick plays the sister. Casey Affleck plays the this. Tempest job. Bledsoe's in it. What's that? I said Tempest Bledsoe's in it. Yeah, yeah, she Cosby she, girl. She ends up. She plays. Really? She yeah. she plays the, the the token black person in this movie. She plays. She plays. <laughs> huh. uh, uh, can't even get away from the token black person no, voice not, talent yeah not Jesus. this movie um and it's uh like uh jeff garland of i don't know, like arrested development also uh uh god what is yeah. that hbo show Your enthusiasm Your enthusiasm <laughs> i couldn't think hey. of it either leslie mann christopher mince plas plays the like the uh which is interesting he actually plays the um um god what the hell what the hell the fucking Oh my god, I can't believe I can't think. Oh, okay. Um anyways, the bully. He plays the bully. Thank you. The word bully? Bully. I could not think of I wanted to say butch. I wanted to say badass. I, I could not think bully. Which by the way is kind of what this movie's about. Like the theme of this movie is people finding like things they don't like about other people, picking on them for it and how you respond to Hello, things. Like that. The witch isn't really that bad. She right. just got bullied. Yeah, possibly, possibly. Right. Uh, yes. Anyways, it uh good movie. Check it out. Uh, I ended up actually looking at a lot of interviews with uh, one of the animators and pretty much like the, the CEO of uh, Leica studio, the head of it. And he's really like, this these guys do great things and i if and if nothing else support them it's pretty badass and uh yeah that, that's that's it for that movie i do want to mention um you know i've got a computer screen in front of me and i happen to see very top of the page there's an ad on it that just says ridley scott and tony scott present coma movie a tv show labor day event just coming out kind of sad <coughs> holy cow you're right there jeff yeah i'm good okay fantastic because it's almost here it's almost time for your spotlight jeff it's almost time for your spotlight where uh, we have our parker posey play along question of the week josh knows it well josh knows it well it's his favorite yeah it's his favorite thing it's uh, my second favorite thing what's your first favorite jim's quizzes oh that's and there's been a drought of those lately i need to work on that shit oh. i know i just said that they could bring them back shit. i hate them <laughs> but uh during uh Last week's episode, uh, it was my question last week, and my question was for uh, a lot of the AARP, AARP uh, actors out there. The, uh, it was a, who is your favorite um, actor or actress? That is a post-60 uh, in terms of age, but what kind of for what the work they've done past their 60s, like what it, actors and actresses that are still active today that are uh, sort of past their 60s in age. Um, and I didn't see, did everyone say Morgan Freeman? 
No, nobody. We talked about him a little bit, but nobody actually answered oh. Freeman. Would that would be your pick? Probably. He's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, he's been in some pretty money stuff since he turned. Uh, yeah, we were lo- we looked him up at some point. I don't remember. Where I mean, at. the Dark Knight movies are enough to bring him to like the semifinals anyway. Right, right. He doesn't really do all that much in the Dark Knight movies, but I. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, he's he's not that cool in those. All right. You're right. You're right. He's fantastic. I, I'm I'm sorry. I didn't mean I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. <laughs> yeah. I didn't mean to hurt anybody, but uh, yeah, the um. I'm sorry. Uh, the question the question from last week brought a couple of answers. The Gene Hackman one, which came from uh, Joshua, who also gets bonus yep. points just because uh, he picked a couple hilarious movies. But um, Gene Hackman retired, unfortunately, too, which I, I was just not. Uh, when actors retire, though, like they don't really retire. But, like, yeah. But, uh, and, until somebody gives them a script they like. Uh, buy good. Yeah, or $50 million. Buy good, or $50 million, right, right. And uh, there was also a KPW. Michael Jordan and shit. The KPW <laughs> answer, Christopher Lee, which gets the bonus points because she threw out the Gremlins 2 new badge movie, which is. Hmm. Oh, I forgot about yeah, that. He's in that. He's so a, awesome. One of the few humans that survives. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he survives. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Ruined. Thanks. <laughs> spoiler alert. And then we had a Tommy Lee Jones throughout from Aaron. But anyways, a fantastic question with a fantastic follow up question. Jeff, you're up this week. What do you got? All right. So mine's a pretty simple question. I don't think it's been asked before. Um, what movie do you just hate? Like, what movie did, the entire time you were watching it or, like, that, you know, when people talk about it, you're like, I don't understand why anybody likes this movie. This movie sucks. Like, It's just it, – it's an unpleasant thing to be Can watching. everybody hate it or is it a situation? No, it's you. I mean, I, like right. – I mean, I guess, like, Jiggly is, like, an, an uninteresting answer or whatever. Like, right, right. I hated Land Before Time 5. Right, sure. Great. Which yeah. great say, though. I should, I should okay. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm so, done. I mean, I guess mine's probably pretty simple with this crowd anyway. Like, um, I don't know if any of you guys other than me saw Love and Other Drugs, it, but it was God fucking I remember awful. your scathing review. It was terrible. Well, Race and I were talking about, because we watched, um, we watched uh, Young Adult together, right. and I was talking about, like, oh, I didn't, like, I didn't, like, dislike it dislike it it wasn't like loving other drugs like you know like the movie that i watched in the entire time just w- wished that i had some sort of brain-eating bacteria it's, <laughs> it's your reference for everything else now like at least i'm not watching love and other drugs yeah, yeah this is yeah this colonoscopy is not too bad right. it could be love and other drugs yeah hmm. so um yeah uh love and other drugs is mine i just thought i thought it was i thought it was awful i thought it was like combination like pornographic and like so unbelievably treacle like just like sappy and sweet and gross it, it, it was it was awful it was yeah, just he and mary awful. hated that movie as well good that makes me happy i like i, I like <laughs> i like disliking the same thing because I, I, I have a lot they're good people yeah, uh and, doesn't Anne Hathaway gets naked in this movie, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah, a lot. A lot of naked Anne Hathaway. And oh. I still... <laughs> still. Josh goes, oh, boo. I haven't seen it. Oh, well, I mean, Josh, put it on your to-do list, because apparently Jeff hates it, and Anne Hathaway gets naked. So yeah, I don't even know how those two things go hand in hand. Yeah, yeah. It's possible. Um, man, nothing jumps to mind. I know... 
I remember talking about this movie, which I, I actually liked it, but I remember Josh saying he didn't, he hated it or maybe just disliked it. But I remember talking about Run Lola Run and how Josh hated that movie. But I don't maybe, like that yeah, movie. I don't know if that's a good answer. See, that's a good answer because I I like really do like that. Yeah, movie. I, like, I know Greg does too. Um, but James, do you have something that comes to your mind, or Josh? I, I'm trying. Um, to... I've got one. It's not a great one, but it's definitely a movie I do not like. I don't know if anybody likes this movie. I think Jeff didn't mind it. I think we've talked about it before. It's a movie called Happiness. Um, and oh, Dylan and I watched that together. Actually, yeah, so. I could not stand that movie. Everybody in there, like. Just were there was no redeeming characters in there for me. I didn't like any of them. They didn't interest me enough just to be involved in the movie, just on an interest level. It just seemed like everyone was despicable, and I didn't want to root for anybody in that movie. What happiness? Who's in that movie? Uh, it's a Todd uh, Solis movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Everyone's like, like I know Philip Seymour Hoffman's character was, got off by like pretty much prank calling people like sexually and stuff like that. And it was, yeah, it was just weird and I didn't like it. Oh, I don't have a good answer. I have, I have one. It's kind of a cheap shot. Cause like, it's a pretty serious movie that I watched when I was a kid, but I just remember being bored shitless, <laughs> uh, watching the color purple, which I know is you know, yeah. comes from a book. So I don't know I, what you, what I blame for that, but, sure. uh, I just remember absolutely saw that hating recently. sitting through that movie and like i said i haven't seen it in forever i don't remember that much of it so it's, it might not be a jim uh, a pristine answer but right, uh right. i just remember hating that movie as i was sitting through it jim noah apocalypse now or 2001 for you see that had a lot more to do with like expectation than it did like the movie itself right like, you don't like 2001 no i do not like i didn't I don't understand why everyone loved it as much as they did. I was bored most of the time. Oh, and yeah. I love it. I love yeah. it. You never drank beer or did drugs though. That's the problem. <laughs> that could be, I don't know. But yeah. I mean there was cool aspects of that movie, but I just never understood why everyone loved that one and Apocalypse now. So And I'm screwed. I didn't like Ghoulies one all that much. No. I uh <laughs> as opposed to everyone else. <laughs> all the other ones. Um this is tough. This is tough. I guess Jim picked happiness, so this one's Yeah, like, mine's not uh, a good like reference for people, unfortunately. Right. I like kind of this unknown movie. I never really like I really disliked Matchstick Men when I when I saw it. That's one that's movie true. that sticks in my head I did not watch. <laughs> I remember that. Right. I've talked about it on the show <laughs> too. And it's uh, it's a movie starring Nick Cage himself, which you know is a great start to any movie. <laughs> uh, Ridley Scott directed, and my boy uh, Sam Rockwell's in that. Right, film. and it actually yeah. spoiled Sam Rockwell for me for a while. For a long time, yeah. I remember you would not, you were not on the Rockwell. Right, right. right. Yeah. Sam Rockwell, hey, Rockwell pissed me off, and it was because like I hadn't seen him really in anything before that. Like before Matchstick Men, he was in Charlie's oh, Angels. Didn't see Turtles. that. Was he in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? <laughs> yeah, he was. He was? was Dangerous Mind after that or before that? He was know. the head thug, you're right, in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, no, yeah, Confessions yeah. of a Dangerous Mind was well after yeah. that. And that's okay. an awesome movie. Right. Um, so, anyways, it, it spoiled Sam Rockwell for me for a long time. It destroyed a lot of trust there. And it's uh, pretty much what I disliked about it is at some point which it is a movie about people pulling cons on like older people, like stealing social security numbers, stuff like that. And they do it like another bigger con. And at, it just seems like out of the middle of nowhere, they just cut the legs out from under you and just say, okay, now Nick Cage is now screwed by everybody else that was on his team. Like just out of nowhere. Like there's no 
hint or clue or they don't give the audience anything to go off of other than oh well they're thieves so do whatever and it, it just pissed me off i didn't this, like it. it was definitely like and i guess it probably hasn't ended but it was definitely like in that five-year period where if you didn't have a twist ending your movie was shit right and so like i just feel like it must have just gotten pitched at that point in time and yeah it, it really pissed me off um so i guess that that's my answer it's not a big movie but i guess uh there's, there's some big, bigger than mine big names attached to it for sure so um yeah, I'm taking I'm taking Matchstick Man, taking it to the bank, taking it to the bank. I think Josh, didn't we watch Happiness in film school or film? Not film school. We didn't go to. I don't remember. Yeah, so, I don't remember. I don't remember class. where we watched it, but I remember watching it with you. Yeah. I don't remember that much about it. I was Did if guys, it was in that class, I was probably sleeping. Yeah, you slept a lot in that. Class. You were probably on. Yeah, I was probably I was probably under the influence of at least one depressant. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of another, like, I, I'm sure there are other movies that I've disliked or, but hated is a pretty, pretty tough one. I don't, yeah, I'm looking for, I'm looking for hated. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we all dislike. We're, it. Yeah. We're looking for hate. That's, that's fantastic. Hatred toward a movie. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's very rare for me. Like that takes a lot for me to hate a movie. Has there, is this also like, I mean, we could even have the, the combo hated, and maybe if they saw him in the theater hated enough to walk out, but I, that'd be amazing. I've I never guess. walked out of a movie. Me neither. Hmm. Remember that guy that walked out of the Matrix <laughs> yeah, or whatever? that was hilarious. <laughs> that was, you know that part uh, at the beginning, or at the, not, not the beginning, at the end of the first Matrix where Trinity is like, you can't be dead because I love you. <laughs> and... And, uh, and so this guy just like this guy, like two seats in front of me, literally just like side heavily got up and walked out. And it was like, <laughs> it was, it was fantastic. The guy didn't come back. Like I really, like, I as though he was clearly. expecting that movie to be like just the biggest thing piece of the decade or something. Like it this was is great. shit. He was wearing like a trench coat and everything too. Like, I mean, the, yeah. guy, was, the guy was pretty serious. It was probably, it was probably one of the Wachowski brothers, like just being really, really, uh, 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 hard on his own movie like oh god I cannot believe it turned out like that uh, i just oh my god um cool cool so uh that question will be at the boards jeff one more time for uh the listeners what's a movie that you just hated hatred serious hate well uh again uh gungpit.com we will be there hanging out making fun of stuff like we always do sarcasm meets film and then you can also uh find us at the movie hour on facebook Jeff, James, it's been fantastic. Thank you guys for being here, and thank you for your input. Thanks for stopping by, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. Drive safe, people. Another late-night movie hour, Josh. Thank you for joining us, buddy. Uh, yeah, man. I, I guess it's so late for you out in the West. Not so late. No, I mean, it's like uh, I'm sipping margaritas under the sunshine here. Dude, screw Margaritaville. Get out of there while you still can. What? Anyways, <laughs> anyways, just <laughs> keep your... Uh, Keep your comments in your stupid pocket. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the Kelsey Grammar Trap. What? We'll prove the hour. We'll catch you next time. <laughs> in your stupid pocket. It's a, it's a room quote. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. So much. <laughs> Keep your Towards the end. It's hard to remember anything past like the first 20 minutes of the movie because it's like your mind is already fucking overloaded yeah. at that point.
I'm calling Raysa. Hopefully it's Raysa and not Jeff, because this would be the best movie hour ever. <laughs> Hi! <laughs> hey, guys! Hi, guys! Hey! Guys, it's Raysa, it's not Jeff! <laughs> <laughs> Let's get the interns on it! <laughs> What do I have to do to get a goddamn drink around here? Not good, you you're just a chicken. Chip 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 Trey, shut up! It's over! It's not over! Everybody betrayed me! I fed up with this world!